Upper East Siders. What is up, everybody? Oh, hello, Dare. Welcome to your favorite Gossip Girl podcast. It's this one, yeah. XOXO Pod, a, go- <laughs> a Gossip Girl podcast. My name's Amanda. And my name's Kristen. And we're going to talk about Gossip Girl today. Because that's what you signed up for by listening to, to a this- Gossip Girl podcast. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So in case you did not know, we have been going through this episode by episode, so if you have not watched Gossip Girl yet, then you should probably should go and watch it. Jump and then, on it. Yeah, come back. Netflix. Netflix is great. Amazing. It's chill. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to say something. <laughs> So, in this episode, we are going to talk about episode six, baby. This was, overall, a very fun episode. I adore this episode. Um, Also, because, like, this, I'm sure you had the same response, and I'm sure many people had the same response, of this just made me instantly, like, want to know where I could find a masquerade ball that I could attend. Honestly, yes. I was here for it. I was here for it all. Yep. Um... But can I just say as a general note mm-hmm. for this episode, mm-hmm. the whole time they're like, the mask hides you and you can do whatever. Oh. These bitches, you know who they you are. You know exactly who they are. And they have that one sequence where they're all putting their masks on. Yes. And I'm like, I can still see your faces. I know. It's like, and also the choice of mask. It's like, <gasps> of course Chuck is wearing the devil mask. And of course Nate is wearing the phantom of the opera mask because he's yes. the angsty. And then Serena's mask is basically nothing. It's basically, it's basically nothing, but it's also flawless. I love it. I know. But it's <laughs> it does it's just like gold wiring. Exactly. And the same thing with Blair. And her her whole storyline in this episode is that like Nate shouldn't be able to find her easily. And then it's like, like he can find you literally if he just prances around the room. And it's not even one of those masks. And I understand because it's like one of those kind of like Marie Antoinette masks, and that makes sense for Blair. But like, yes. but it's not even a mask that you tie around. No. So, like, you have to be holding it up, which automatically, like, that that gives away certain things about your cadence, and you have to keep it very particular on where it, it is on your face to keep you hidden. Yeah, also, you've been dating, allegedly, since kindergarten, so, like, if he doesn't <laughs> know what you look like and what you dress like Then we now, got a bigger problem going on, That's a huge issue. Girl. We got a bigger problem Although, going on. Although, there were lots of big problems oh, in this episode. Oh, shit, there were. <laughs> um, should we start? Let's start from the beginning. Let's just go down the line. Okay. I'm starting off with that dope-ass shopkeeper. Yes! Um, thanks for just giving her some bling. Indeed. That was a really and that's a really endearing scene because we don't see many times the Upper East Side being like nice kind to the poor and so that was like (laughs) like, you really don't truthfully and so like to see a shop just being like well here's hoping and giving her this beautiful bracelet it's like oh maybe there is kindness in the world I know maybe he probably is her neighbor in Williamsburg TBH probably has like seen her around and is like girl I'm rooting for you like I'm rooting for you I'm team Jenny as we all are as we all Honestly. are uh, also we get the big introduction of Vanessa <gasps> yes <laughs> I have so many opinions on Vanessa I know and they conflict with each other yes because I like her because number one mm-hmm. and I googled this to check she is the only freaking person 
who is like of any color on this show in like a main. <gasps> You're so right. Yeah. Yes. No, and I made sure I wasn't because she's like definitely. I mean. She's very white passing, yes. or even like not even white. She could be white passing. She could yes. be like Latina. She's very racially ambiguous. Yes. Yeah. So I googled it, yeah. and like this could be very much wrong. So like Jessica Shore, if you want to like come on our show, yeah, and, like, come on our show, Jessica. It. Like it's fine. I don't have the gi- like most giant girl crush on you and I, follow you on Instagram. I, I like, literally everything. love her. I think she's I so cool. I love her. Oh my god. Um, but anyway, so I looked it up. She's like a quarter black, and then okay. like okay. mostly. Like Western European, Western European. Okay, yeah. So she's of mixed race. She's a mixed race. So we get some nice POCs in there, yeah, which we really do not get except for in Blair's sidekicks. Yes, I was just about to say the only other people that I really can think of that are of mixed race are literally like Cadi and Is. Yes, Cadi and Is. Thank you, Cadi and Is. I will never remember their Cotty names. Cadi and Is, and then there will be a character that will also be a minion of Blair's. Uh, that fits, when I think about it now, really fits a racial stereotype. I didn't even think I know, about that. right? A little weird. Yeah. Sorry, guys. For anybody who has not watched yet, this was, we just polarized our whole audience. <laughs> but, like, regardless. We're going to have a lot to say in the we future. Are. The one thing that I will say about Vanessa, though, is, and I remember this distinctly because we both have read the books, mm-hmm. or read, or at least read some of the books. Um, Vanessa, though, is the most different in the show than any of the characters uh, are differing from the books. Vanessa, in the books, it has a shaved head and wears almost exclusively black. You're right. She's I'm... artsy. She's artsy like Vanessa is, but like... But in a very bohemian, very Seventeen Magazine artsy yes. way. Yeah. Not in like a an alternative way at all. Yeah. Yep. So she's the most different from the books. But oh. I will say, I do love TV show Vanessa. I do love her. I do love her too. Yeah. I think she's like a nice, just like... I don't know. Like she's like f- nice flavor to add. Yeah, to the I feel show. like she has she's a just, nice balance. Yeah, she has like a much different perspective than everyone else because she's actually not in the Upper East Side world at all. Like, at she doesn't all. go to school yeah. there. She doesn't do. She doesn't hang out with those people. She mm. lives in Brooklyn. Like she is just different. Yeah. So I appreciate that. What I don't appreciate is the atro. Wait, is it? Let me make sure that I have this right. Oh yeah, the atrocity of her. Let's go to the movies outfit. <gasps> I wrote down, I seriously wrote down, Vanessa's movie outfit is awful. It? It was awful. The belt? The, the, okay, the blue belt I didn't notice until like much later on. There was like a shot of her where they yeah. like angled it upward and I see the blue belt and I'm like, that is the cherry on top of yeah. this truly yeah. horrendous outfit. Yep. Um, the, the layering necklaces that don't I go don't together at all. Know. The pleather leggings I with know. the silver dress the sh- no the shiny shiny silver jacket is what i wrote down i don't even remember what the dress looked like because there was honestly yeah. too much happening i know there's a very specific brand that comes to mind and it's brand i love but a brand that comes to mind when i think of vanessa what and it's betsy johnson <gasps> she's very she's like betsy johnson yeah. meets like <laughs> it's gonna be like betsy johnson meets Clearance free people. Like, yeah. No, you're right. No, you style. are right. Definitely. But that outfit is very Betsy Johnson. Yes, it is. And very, like, a lot. In, like, not a good way. Yeah. In, in <laughs> because like, I love Betsy. Betsy, if you listen in, because I know you're an avid listener. We love you. Come on the show. We love you. Come on the show. But it was a very, it was bad. It was the eclecticness of Betsy Johnson of, yes. like, putting all these things together, hoping they work. But it didn't. No, it really didn't. 
It was awful. Let me ask you. So, because I found this to be really interesting now as, because when I really was watching Gossip Girl, I had not really dated many people or or had many relationships. I don't think I really have had any at all when, at this point during the show. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been the Vanessa before? A friend? A friend. A, a former, former lover, then friend. Then friend. No, that has never worked out in my favor. In your favor. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, because I will say, like, I've been in those situations before. Spoiler alert, they never work out well. No. And, like, ever in real life. No. Uh, and, and it sucks to be Vanessa. It yes. sucks. I found myself, like, really, really sympathizing with her in a way that I don't think I did when I first watched the show. Because I now have, like been the Vanessa before. You have had some life experience. I have, yeah. And and it really is. It sucks to be the Vanessa. Uh, yeah. I should say so. I also find the Vanessa dance situation very interesting because he was like, I'm in love with you. She was like, nah, bro. Mm -hmm. And then she moves to Connecticut Mm -hmm. and then comes back and is like, I'm coming back for my Mr. Humphrey. Yep. And he's like, I've totally upgraded, yeah, so I'm he's sorry. Like, he's like, yo, I think I literally, I, I was, I'm reading these notes. I am, I hate Dan in this episode. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. Um, I, I think I literally write down something like, yeah, like, sorry, Vanessa, but like, I re- like, I basically, like, I just upgraded. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know. Like, yep. you, you were like, you were, I was settling for you. Yeah. And now, and now, and now my dream girl's here, so I'm going to, like, do that. And she's from the Upper East Side. And so, so like, go fuck yourself. Um, Bye. I hate him. Oh, my Lord. Speaking of Dan yes. and um, the first act, um, the whole like all of the sequences about like the dream sequences about like him <gasps> losing his virginity. I know. His fucking pretentious ass line about it like it's like a work of art and you can't rush it. I seriously, I wrote down, I think my exact note was we've all known a Dan who's felt that way about sex when like literally the as like I think hold on, I'm making sure I'm not spoiling something. Does Vanessa... Is that in this episode? What? No, I don't think they're talking about... I don't think they have the dream sequences this episode. I think that's next episode. Am I wrong? No, it's this episode. We're doing... Yeah, episode six. Oh, that's so weird. Why do I not... Yes, it is definitely this episode. It's definitely this episode? Yes. Um, No, I totally agree. But my... And my thought immediately was... We've all known a Dan who's been, like, really pretentious about sex and then meanwhile Serena comes around and he's instantly like all right let's do it like I know it's it's, he's like real he's in that real big you want to know what happened and like this is shady no one wanted to have sex with Dan so he had to like make an excuse about why no one wanted to have sex with him and then finally this girl who also happens to be the girl he's like probably been jerking off to for like years um (laughs) Yep. <laughs> Wants to have sex with him, so he's like, I'm ready and raring. Like, that literally the my body is ready gif. Enter it here. He, that, that's him. That's him. Oh, going back 
cut to Vanessa. Can we just talk about how literally no one cares that Dan's window is like a fucking security <gasps> hazard? I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. Just One, like it's a security hazard. Two, that is weird, girl. Like, I, th- this man had feelings for you, and you don't know if he still has feelings for him. You don't sneak in this man's window. I would literally never. I don't even care no. how close our relationship was, especially what is with people just expecting like they leave and like erase you and they don't speak to you and then they come back and they're just like hey I'm here remember our old relationship it's like bitch time has passed the amount of times that that has been relevant it's only six episodes in and it's already happened at least twice at least twice I know don't understand oh crazy it is insane yep also this another funny moment that we kind of talked about like happening in like a vague sense with Jenny and Dan happens with Vanessa and Dan where Dan is literally watching porn I think we're definitely talking about the next episode what no you know why why? because how would Vanessa know, know about the sex yet they haven't had sex yet they haven't had sex yet but Vanessa doesn't know about Serena yet yeah she doesn't know about Serena yet but the flashbacks still happen are they in this episode? It's not not flashbacks, but it's, like, dream sequences. But, like, Vanessa doesn't know about it. That, that, what you're talking about is definitely the next episode. The next episode. Okay. Okay. Because this is the episode where they don't have sex, but they, like, I'm like, yeah, because episode five. Hold on. Was. Daredevil. Yes. So what are your notes for episode seven? Those. I just don't, I literally don't know, which is why I don't, because only because I have literally no notes about their sex stuff. Okay. For this episode. Okay, so the the actual, when they're trying to have sex? Oh, wait. No, I think. What? Girl, I think you're on the wrong episode. What? I know. Am I wrong? I'm literally shopping. I'm going to keep this. This is funny. (laughs) I don't know anything. But I thought. I don't think so. Because, okay. Oh, you want to know what? I think I am talking about sex when with the porn stuff. You're right. That is definitely I think the porn next. stuff is the next episode. Because Vanessa walks in on him with the porn. Right. So she knows about Serena. Right. Because then she says to him, oh, my friend Dan is going to lose his virginity. Yes. Yes. Okay. But I do feel like the, the actual... I think he's thinking no. about having sex. Maybe. Because I don't think... Serena, is like, because I don't know, because, no, because I'm thinking about, because I also just watched it yesterday, I'm thinking about the, how this episode goes, so Vanessa comes in, basically, Vanessa comes through the window, they're talking about Vanessa, Serena and Blair at the same time are talking about, uh, what's it called, Serena and Blair at the same time are talking about the, the night, (gasps) and all of the things, what, yes, okay, I am wrong because <laughs> I'm like because I my notes are like tweets so that's how I'm able to follow. I am wrong because I forgot. Okay, so I said in my notes I just read the loss of her virginity, but I changed it to his in my mind because I'm thinking of the next episode. But I forgot that Blair no. has this like journey. Jur- yeah, to she her has virginity. the whole journey to the virginity. God damn it. <laughs> So listen to our next episode where I really yeah. delve into this. Oh my god! Agent for Dan, Jesus Christ! All right. So I guess we'll talk about Blair. This is why I gotta write names down. I know. No, no, no. no. That's why. Just because I was looking at it act by act, and I don't mean to blow you're, up your spot. I just genuinely was looking, and I was like, "Where are my notes?" Because they don't see each other until the party. You're right. Then I'm wrong. So I'm sorry. Jay, I wish I was wrong. I was totally in the comfort. 
be wrong. God, I'm, I'm trying this thing where I'm like trying to be confident and just get shot down. No, I'm kidding. Oh, um, Lord. Jesus Christ. All right. So, where, so okay, where what happened? Off. What I don't happened know where in this episode? <laughs> okay, hold on. So, this episode. This episode. Let's just break s- it down. Okay, we got. Okay. So, Vanessa comes in. Yes. Vanessa comes in on this episode. Yes. Then, at the same time, Blair and Serena are talking about the party and why Dan wouldn't want to go to the party as her date. So then Serena calls Dan to invite him to the party, but here's Vanessa in the background. Dan lies about it. And then Serena's like, I need a new date. Yes. Good summation of what happens. I need a new date. And then Blair, at the meantime, is like, well, you know, it's time to make this quest for Nate to go on to take my virginity. I gotta tell you, it is so... Of course, losing her virginity has to be like a fucking maze. I just couldn't help but, like, think in this episode... Well, uh, poor Nate, <laughs> just because, like, at this point, like, Nate did not, by any means, I think, give clearance to this uh, quest going down. It was no. one of those things where Blair was just like, They haven't this even is talked about trying to have sex no. again. They literally just reconciled everything. Yes. yes. And so she's just like, it's going to be fine. Yeah, everything's going to be great. We're going to go on a quest, and at midnight, we're going to start all over. Oh, God. She, and it's so funny. To me, I feel like with all of these, like, obstacles Nate has to go to to try and get Blair's virginity. Yes. I feel like she does not want to have sex with him. I agree. Like, she just is just like, you want to know what? If you want to have sex with me, you have to jump through all these hoops. Exactly. No, But I don't I have to do anything. It's like... I know. Come on, if you want to, it's have very sex demanding. It's a, it's a, it's not a healthy relationship because it's just no. one person demanding a whole lot out of another person and then constantly shaming them when they do wrong. It honestly barely is a relationship. Yeah. It's just sort of this thing that's always happened. Yeah. You know, like yes. it doesn't feel. There's no like. There's no genuine concern with for each other's feelings at nope. all at, um, nope. at this point. Like no, there's no communication. There's literally nothing. It's just sort of like a known fact. It's it's like I don't know pouring milk in cereal. I, I don't know. That's a really bad analogy. I was trying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, girl, you lost me. You lost me at the cereal. <laughs> Are we talking about Lucky Charms? Are we talking about like? This was honestly Snap, crack, a pop. This has been a really fun episode. For me. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> no, it's, like it's god, always it's been a trillion degrees right it's now. It's so hot. We're blaming it on the heat. We're blaming honestly, it, on the heat. it probably is the heat. But it's like what I'm trying to say is it's always been a thing. Yes. Like you're like she was just born into this relationship. Yes. So. Yes, she was. No, and it almost sometimes even I would venture to say, from time to time, it almost feels like a mother son relationship it does feel like in a that. lot of ways like one person putting a whole bunch of responsibility on the other it's like her telling him to constantly do his chores yeah and he's just not completing his chores like it's it's this constant back and forth between the two of them and then she constantly makes him feel bad gives him times out and like that's that's literally like it that's the constant relationship and like he wants to do right by her which i think is evident in this episode, because he does try and call Blair when shit starts hitting the fan on his end. Yes. Like, he tries to call Blair, and he tries to reach out to her and, like, and talk to her about what's going on, because obviously one of the pivotal moments in this episode is that he finds Coke in his home that he's pretty sure belongs to his dad. 
Um, um, yes. Yeah, and so he tries to he tries to call Blair and he tries to do right by that relationship, but there's just no communication going on. It really, at this point, is just one of those things where they're in it because they've been in it for so long. Yes, honestly. Yeah. Is this the episode with the... No. Okay. I'm just, anytime I think it's the right episode, it's not the right episode, so I'm hold just going to let... I'm going to let you <laughs> take control of the... Okay, hold on. shit show. Um... The one thing that I will say about this episode is that we get a couple of really nice scenes between Blair and Serena, and it's the first time at the beginning of this episode when they're sitting on, I think, Blair's bed uh, talking. It's the first time that I'm, I didn't feel tense in like a conversation with the two of them, or I didn't feel like one of them had an end game with the other. Like it just seemed like they were friends. Yes, and I was, I was about it. I was, I took note that. Blair's guard was so far down. Yep. Which I find really interesting because for the past five episodes, it has been. Yeah, it's been nonstop. Like, a, like literally the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Honestly. Absolutely. And she's like, yeah, I want you to be my last lady in waiting, which, like, is honestly such a headache to me that she, like, wants to do this, but I've already yeah. said that. And, and she's like, you need to invite Dan. And I was like, Whoa, whoa! Yeah, you yep. have been so not Team Dan this whole yep. fucking time, and you are just. She's like a changed woman. Yeah, and even there's an interaction with Jenny later mm-hmm. where she's like, where Jenny's like, "Well, I think it, there was five dresses, so I think I'm going to go to this <gasps> yeah. ball." Yeah, and the way she, the Blair, approaches that conversation is m- way less like. You can't come because you're below us. Yes. It is just like, it's just tradition. Uh, yeah, I genuinely wrote down, I can't tell if Blair's intention was to mess with Jenny or not. Because she seemed genuinely like Jenny would would know that she was doing these things for, for Blair, but that she wouldn't be getting anything out of it because it is tradition and that her time will come. And I was like, I don't think that she had bad intentions with I... that, which is surprising because i'm pretty sure literally in the last episode i was like blair is crazy yeah the last couple episodes yeah i don't like her but i'm i'm into it and i think we're starting to see that like blair jenny relationship kind of flower a little bit and that i really do think blair feels differently doesn't see jenny as a minion she sees Jenny as something a little bit different than a minion. Like, yes. she respects her a little bit more. Yes, because she has, like, gumption yes. as opposed to the Exactly, other like, two. which, like, Cotty and I have no gumption whatsoever. No. They're just, like, honestly riding on yeah, Blair's coattails. Absolutely. They are Blair's coattails. Can so, yeah. we also, this might, I think there should be a drinking game when you listen to this podcast. Like, every time in a podcast where we talk about how it's really, it's like a, such a long train ride from Brooklyn to the Upper East Side. Can we? So can long. We, can we talk about, literally, maybe like a scene prior, Jenny's like, gotta go guys, in, yep. in Williamsburg, and then Serena's on the phone with Dan, yep. and he's like, it's it's uh, my sister, and Jenny just shows up. And it's like, ah. it was literally five minutes. Yep, yep. Lots of time inconsistencies in this show. Yes. This isn't how New York City works, people. You no. come here, that's not what's going to happen. Yeah, you should drink every time we say this isn't how New York City works. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's, you're welcome. You deserve a drink. You Exactly. Done. And then I... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> people are slamming doors you know, in They're building. just as outraged that Blair has so many, like, walls like, up against uh, up her Up against vagina. her, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? That's what's happening. Um, 
I also made note, I was like, is this the first time that Serena has experienced rejection in some sort of form? I know. She was like, she does not know how to take it. And she's just like, well, I need me a man. Yeah, exactly. Like, she literally hangs up the phone. And before she even has a beat to process, she's like, I think I need a date. And speaking of that date, can we talk about how MySpace shows up in this episode? did you happen to notice what the MySpace user's name was? Um, No, do share. Rich boy, IV, which I assume is like I, seven or eight or whatever it is in Roman numerals. Whatever it is. Four? 11, no, four? I don't nope. know. IV, IV. Google it, people, because I didn't. Uh, but it's, regardless, it's rich boy. IV. IV. And I needed an IV to bring me back to life after I saw that because I died laughing. Jesus Christ, <sighs> that is funny. Is boy spelt like Boy, B O Y. No, it... it's B O Y. Yeah, thank God. If it Not were B O I, yeah, if it were B O I I, I think I'd I wouldn't be, be here today. Yeah, I don't think I'd be here today. I'd this be podcast wouldn't exist. Needing to be resuscitated. I would be done. Yep. Honestly. Basically. Oh, speaking of Blair and Nate, this yep. is like so specific. Yeah. But <laughs> Blair has vo- like her voicemail greeting. <gasps> it's like. <laughs> it's I like wrote, I'll be at the ball tonight, and it's like that's so something I would have done in high school. I wrote down they are so into their phones that they changed their voicemail on the daily, I, which I do remember doing in high school. You like do? I, I actively remember, not frequently, but like, but you would but change you know, it. Like I haven't changed my voicemail. I think in maybe four years, like <laughs> at least, like yeah. as long as my voicemail right now just says my name and I'll leave a message. That's basically it. Mm. But like. I remember in high school, like, recording your voicemail was, like, such a big deal. Oh, my God. It was such a big deal. That is very true. Yep. Oh, I loved it so... I know. So much. Yeah. If you recognize me, which you won't. <laughs> it's like, it's like around yes, we will, Yes, we will, because you're wearing a wire mask. Everyone's so into them, into their own world that they do not have any grasp on reality. I know, I know. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. So this actually does happen in this episode. I thought I didn't, but it do- it does. We meet both of Nate's parents. Yes. They, and like, this is so mean. They're like some of the worst actors I've ever seen. They're awful. And like they Nate's are. dad has always been kind of caricature but now that I he know. has more of a plot line, I we're know. getting more lines from him. And I'm like, who I know. gave you this job? I know, and this guy, this actor too. I remember. I don't. Were you ever a fan of Desperate Housewives? I was. Yes. So next podcast. Yeah, next podcast, guys. <laughs> uh, which I just discovered is on Hulu to rewatch. Oh, girl. There's been a lot of time, and so this guy, I already had a, a slight predisposition against um, because he played this jerk. In a, a single episode okay. of Desperate Housewives, and it's this episode that I remember really clearly because Marley Matlin's in it. Ah, Marley okay, Matlin yes. is in it, and he plays the husband. Marley Matlin is like the the most amazing female deaf actress. In case anybody doesn't know, and she's like one of my favorite people ever. Yes, I'm like casually, and he plays this horrible husband to her, where he like they're playing. Te- it's Lynette and Tom are pe- playing tennis with this couple and he makes all these underhanded comments that she can't hear 
because she's deaf and like is hitting on Lynette and all of these things and he's just as big a jerk as he is on this show and so I just think this man he continually only gets roles in which he's playing a complete and total asshole true yeah yeah that sounds awful it's awful and to be honest, like, I don't know if they're the worst actors or it if it's just, it, it could, could be, be the writing. Yeah. They have, or maybe just I don't like them. Yep. They, they're, they have no chemistry at all, which I maybe think is intentional. I think that is intentional. I agree. They sound like robots. Yep. Also might be intentional. Yep. But I will say the one positive thing, that mom's voice um, is she a voice actor? Because it is so, so nice. soothing, so soothing. I Kristen, know. You took the word right out of my mouth. I literally have that written down. Yep. That it is so nice to listen to. Yeah, I know. She should be the new voice of Siri. <laughs> she. You want to know what? Yeah. Other thought that happened in my head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh um, my lord. But then, with that whole yeah. scene with the fixing of the tie, it is. It made me so uncomfortable. And honestly, guys, like. Nate might be emo, but I am really, I'm feeling for him Oh, right now. I do. You know, it's because at the end of the day, like, and we have said literally every episode until now how awful Nate's dad is, and now we finally get a glimpse at that, like, Nate hasn't been making all this up in his head. You no. Know? Like, this confirms that Nate's dad has actively been acting weird and that there is a problem going on. Yes. Um... And Nate has one of the worst parent situations going on. It really is because every other parent situation, while some might be a little bit, like, removed from their children's lives, like, they, his parents are so, like, everyone in in this show is, like, very concerned with appearances. They are the most concerned with appearances. They're the most concerned and they're the most manipulative. Yes. They're so, all they do is use Nate as a chess piece for their game. Yes. I'm like, that's a problem. And, they, and the dad is such a gaslighter, too. Like, he will just pretend, he's like, no, that didn't happen that way. Like, he, he he's awful. I, thought, awful. I think we've all been in that situation before where, like, we've had somebody just totally belittle us in that way. Yeah. And, like, when you know that you're actively right or that you're actively, like, that you're morally in the right and have someone totally belittle you and, like, that's what Nate has to deal with, not just from his dad, but also from his mom, from both of his parents. His mom, I, f- I actually would want to write, like, a paper on their relationship I because know. she is so warped Yep, in this crazy, yeah. sad way. Yep, no, I totally agree. And she doesn't, I think, she, like, a lot of classically like upper class women who are in bad marriages or like no bad things are happening she is so in denial of her situation yep that it's scary yep and so willing this is really fucked up like so willing to blame her child yeah when she knows something else is going on before her husband like doesn't even doesn't even really want to even process that her husband could be doing something wrong she has a much it's much easier for her to stomach that her child is doing something wrong so because yeah. she's better at rep- she has power over her child and but not she's, her husband. she's chosen her husband. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that I'm sure that their marriage and whole relationship has been like a mild sham yeah. from what you can yes. tell. Definitely. Like there is not and like and this will I think continue to show in episodes. I never get the sense from his parents that they actually care about one another at all. Like, no, I they really care don't. about 
the appearance of their marriage. Yes, they care they care about the appearance of their marriage. And I do think that they care about Nate, but not enough. Not enough. Not enough. They care more about money. Yes, they do. And appearances than they do about their child, which is honestly so sad. It is, yeah. And there are a lot of, like, really just, like, little heartbreaking scenes between the parents and, like, Nate in this episode. Yeah. And it just sucks. It really does make you feel for Nate. and, And also understand where he's coming from, where he's trying to reach out to Blair and, like, Meanwhile, his girlfriend is just constantly concerned with parties and those continual appearances, and that's just not who he is at all. No. He doesn't care about it at all. No. So it's like, it's a whole issue. Um, it's just the worst. And I think, <laughs> uh, have you ever met somebody at a party like who wants to just talk nonstop either about themselves or business or furthering themselves Instead of actually just relaxing and having a good time, yes, as as Nate's dad does at Blair Waldorf's at um, Eleanor Waldorf's party, he is so like pushy about it. Yep, and it's so it just feel like it feels nauseating. Like I don't know how these I don't know how Eleanor stomachs that. <gasps> to be honest, I like agree. I don't. No, I agree. And there are a couple moments where she makes like a couple faces about it, and then again, it's this horrible relationship where Nate's mom it's just like it's just like um uh oh Howard Howard I think is his name it is his yeah. name yes and she's like she's like oh Howard enough shop talk enough shop talk whatever when she's clearly sitting there embarrassed about how her husband also is acting because they both they both care a lot about the appearances but they do go at it at different ways like yes. he is much more obnoxious about it then yes. she is, she's much more like, let me get on your emotional side. Yes. Let me, like, get on your emotional side. Let me, let's talk about Blair's engagement ring. Yes. Let's talk about, like, oh, my God. Which, can we just talk about, like, that is honestly so disgusting to me. I don't mm-hmm. know why it freaks me out so much. Yep. But the the oh, the basic arranged marriage of yeah. Blair and Nate like really freaks me out, I know. and also the obsession over this ring. I know is insane. I to know. Me. Well, it really I think the ring's like so representative of everything that Blair, not necessarily Blair, but to an extent Blair, uh, and all of the parents care about is like oh, that ring would bring so much status. Imagine that on her finger. Like it would, anybody that saw it would know instantly like that is, that's someone, you know? It's like such a status thing. And it's crazy oh. to me because like, like who cares? No, like I don't, no. I mean, it's so sad that you, that there's nothing else that you care I know. about more than like possessions. Yes. It just is so. Yeah. Sad to me. I don't know. I just I don't like it. I no, don't like it. I don't like it either. I do not like it. But what I do like yeah. about that party? Yeah. Lillian Rufus. Lillian Rufus. Who I am now dubbing Lufus. Lufus. Oh my god, I'm down. I'm They're down. Perfect. For it. I I love Lily's outfit at that party. <gasps> I know. The makeup, it's the great. hair, the everything. Yep. It's just is so fitting. She's such a class act. Yes, she is. I can't. Um I know. and I love that. Because you don't, like, I, you don't really realize it at first that, uh, that's where Rufus is heading. Yes. Until he says something and you're like, wait, you're hanging out with Lily again? Like, again. what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Um, and then, 
when they kiss. I yep. literally write that kiss is everything because it is just it is perfect. It's filmed perfectly. It's acted perfectly, and the beat after it where they both turn to the bar and they say, "I need a drink." Is perfect. So funny. It is. Yeah. I loved it. Yep. Also loved. Did you catch? That Bart Bass's, oh my god, you're nodding, because I said the same thing. Bart Bass's girlfriend yep. is Carrie D. English, winner yep. of Cycle Something Six, I believe, of America's Top America's Model. Top Model, yes, correct. Look at that cross promotion. I know, I know, nope, I'm about it. I am so about it. And she actually does a really great job acting in the scene, too. She's not bad. She, she's not bad. She does that, like, I paid, I, I found myself paying attention to her a lot. Um, and she, she did like a really good job during that very awkward handshake. She did like a very good job. And after they leave, when the first time that like Bart and her and, uh, Lily and Rufus, Lufus, uh, would like separate, she does a really good job of, she has this moment where she reacts and she makes this face like, that was weird. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I feel you. That was weird. It was so um, weird. No, it was great. The only note that I do have about it is that I did find myself for a moment being jarred by the fact that Rufus is there. Only because we've we've gone so quickly from them barely being able to have a less than snooty conversation to Lily asking Rufus to be her date for a party. Also, it's additionally weird because they just found out that they're like in each other's lives again like yes that yes and she's like well i guess i'll bring them to this party exactly since my daughter is dating your son we might as well also be sort of dating and it's like nope that's usually that's usually not how it works but can we talk about lily's reaction to (gasps) dan she i love how she's like well for like what isn't it like you need to play the field or something yes she was like for I, for one, am glad that she says. I, for one, am relieved. I think relieved. she might even have said, "Yeah." She oh my god, hates Dan, dude. Like, I what know. the fuck? Though I will say, I did want to talk about that scene because this episode, again, we said before, I had an actively good scene between Blair and Serena, and I think this is the first scene that we see Serena and Lily have a, a beat together where they're not fighting, yes. where they're just having like a mother-daughter conversation over outfits. Yes, and like. Again, I found it refreshing because I was like, okay, this grounds these characters a little bit. It yes. makes you feel like at the end of the day, they actually do care about one another. Yes. Beyond all of this drama that goes yeah, on. Yeah, the glitz and the glamour and the drama, yes. Yep. It was very nice to see like a motherly moment. Yeah. And while I do agree with Lily that maybe Serena should play the field, like, mm-hmm. I think you just hate Dan. Like, I don't think No, it's, it's definitely really... that. It's either that you A, just hate Dan, or B, just really want to bang his dad. So, oh, like, my God. So, like, it's either or. Um, I don't know. So funny. Oh, so how do you feel about the whole the whole Vanessa sneaking Jenny into the party situation? Like Vanessa egging Jenny on to do it and do, doing this whole kind of act thing. I think it fits her character. I think because she's very much. I was going to say she's anti-establishment. She's not that intense. This is the no. CW. But she's very <laughs> much like... This is the CW. <laughs> she's very much against like snooty yes. Upper East Side types. Yeah. So, and like over their like bullshit rules, which yes. I appreciate. So, in that respect, I do think it makes sense that right. she's, you know, like that in that way. But I at the same time, like, the viewer knows, like, the gravity of the situation. And, yeah. like, it's supposed to be, like, this whole episode's supposed to be, like, this tangled web of a clusterfuck. So yes. it makes sense that 
Jenny is going, but I don't understand. Like, I don't understand Jenny's desire to really to go. Yeah, she can't talk to anybody. Nobody will know she's there. I know, but I love when she does go yep. and fucking screws over Chuck. Oh, and I it's so live brilliant! For it. It's so so brilliant. That is like such a win moment for Jenny. Like, because she just sees him, and you instantly see in her eyes her start to concoct this, this like, plan. this plan. Uh, however, it was the first moment of the episode where I said, Chuck, that is very blatantly Jenny. <laughs> that very is Very blatantly thing. Jenny. I don't know. Even with the fan, without is, the fan. Do, I know, honestly. Yeah. But do you think he just doesn't remember her? Because he just, like, has so many conquests that he just, <gasps> oh, that he doesn't necessarily valid. remember her face. No, 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 that's valid, but, no, but I think no, you but remember the, her. But no, at the same time, this is all bullshit. This like, you is, know yeah, who it exactly. is. Exactly, you know who it is. No, 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 I definitely do. And this is also one of the few moments in the show where I, uh, I looked and I was like, Jenny, you look like Big Bird. You look like Big Bird Shoot. in that dress. I hate that dress too. And I, you know what? It makes sense because it's taken from a costume shop and so I get that. But I don't necessarily believe that people in the party would have bought that she was supposed to be there. I don't know if that's true because... It was all a little outlandish? Yeah, because yeah. my f- least favorite fashionable people on this show were... Cotty and is. Thank you. Yeah. Cotty and is. We're in full on wigs. I know, like Elizabethan. Yes, and they were like colored, I believe. Yeah, I think they were pink. Yes, and like they were in pastels, and I just was like, why? Everything's a mess, yep. honestly, with these women. Like, yep. <laughs> I can't even. Indeed. No, 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 that is true. That is fair. However, I still thought that she looked like Big Bear. I agree. I don't even really love Serena's dress. I get that maybe they want they want it to be yellow for a specific reason. Yeah. I don't love yellow. I guess <gasps> See, you I'm know, so I'm the total opposite. Oh, you like I'm like, I love yellow. Okay. I love yellow. So that's so I like look at that. I don't think the shape of the dress is very great. Um, it's a little billowy and it's got yes. that top that's I don't remember what the it's not like an is it an A line top? Um it's got one of those tops where it's like basically like bralette style and then yes. flowing. Yes. Um, which was very popular. Which was in very popular. Yeah, it was very popular, but um, the shape of the dress, it just didn't really have a shape. No, um, it was weird. It was weird, but I love the color. I love the color. Whenever they put Serena in yellow, I'm like, oh. Well, to be honest, Blake Lively in yellow, Blake Lively in any color, yes, is great. Yep, correct. She's incredible. Correct. Blake Lively. Yeah, but I, I definitely, I, I did not, I did not love, uh, I didn't love the fashion in this episode that much. No. Because it is supposed to, and I guess it is supposed to be all outlandish and, and weird and whatever. The masks Over were cool. The I but did like the masks. They were the only cool part for me. Yeah. Um, also randomly, like Jenny was wearing, I don't know if she's wearing this at the ball or prior to the ball. She's wearing some of the worst eyeshadow I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I know it's highly specific, but it was like this pink-purple combo. Yeah, that, that's like, at the ball. That's at the ball, I'm pretty did sure. Did not suit her very fair no. complexion at all, and I want to actually murder the makeup artist. Living makeup artist, come on our podcast. Oh my god, just kidding. I love you. Come on the show. Um, No, but seriously, like, 
yeah, I, I couldn't even hang. I can't, I couldn't even look at her. I was like, yeah, you d- honestly, you look like a freshman at this ball, you know? Like, yes. Just like, not, yeah. Yep. Not on the same level as everybody else, but that comes with time. That's that does really come with time. her fault, but I will say, like, what is with that eyeshadow? Yeah. Um, but she has the amazing moment with Chuck. Amazing. Uh, which is, which is in fact amazing, and I adore that at the end of this episode, Chuck's response to it is, Little Jenny Humphrey manages to get my pants off and have me not enjoy it. Quite the accomplishment. I love I Chuck's love, line in there. I know. I, I still loved kind it. of hate Chuck, but I... Yep, but it was a great line. It is an amazing line. Yeah. My favorite line, and we have said this about Serena before. Yes, it is definitely Serena. We said this about Serena before, how she is a very, very much independent, and Dan... When Dan comes in and swoops her from away from the like douchebag yep. guy at the ball, and he's like, "I'm here to rescue you," and she goes, I, "Or I'm here to save you." And she goes, "I don't need to be saved." Saved, yeah. And I was like, "Yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> You're everything." I know. No, I agree. I agree. She does not. Um, she her instant response is to be like, "Nope, I'm my own person. Yes, you done wrong. Yes. Uh, and I ain't having it," which I liked. Yes. But that was so crazy how they were like, they were dancing and they were like gonna make up and then Vanessa turned, they're kissing and Vanessa turned to see her and you're like, oh, this is so soap opera. I, I know. Love it. it is so soap opera, but it's great. And, and then, th- oh, this Dan. is the moment where he, where I was talking about earlier, where he goes, I liked you, but then like my dream girl came exactly. along. So like, see ya. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, literally. And it is a very heartbreaking moment that Jessica Sawyer, so so is Zor. I think it's Zor. I think it's Zor. It's like Zor. pronounced like a, with a Zor. Z. Oh my god, I know how it's spelled, but I don't know how to pronounce it. But Jessica does a really good job acting in the scene of she literally she's like, you said you loved me, whatever. And it is very so proper ish, but it actually is played very heartbreakingly. It is of when she says, "Well, I guess you've upgraded." That moment, I really fell for her. I really was like, oh. I wrote woof. Girl. Oh, yeah. Woof. Yep. Honestly. It was a sad moment. It was definitely a sad moment. Oh, and I love Dan's cover-up later where he goes um, about Vanessa and he, or, or no, about like the Jenny thing. Like, why, why do you like why that your sister was there? And he goes, I refrained from sharing the truth. The fuck does that mean? I hate Dan. Dan. I literally Dan, I Dan. hate Dan so much. Dan. You. Ah, Dan. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a big fan no. of the Dan. And he also is, he's getting really like weird, like balancing the the world that he's always known of like Brooklyn and like people working hard and like him working hard and you know like the poor man's struggle and with this new world that he's now in yep because of serena he like loves it yeah but doesn't love that he loves it so no. he pretends to hate it exactly. and he does a really shitty job at that he is he he annoys me and like a like and i try every time he comes on screen i like try hard because I used to love him. I was thinking about it last night. I was like, I used to be, like, such a Dan A Dan? Yeah, I can't remember how I really felt about Dan, to be totally honest. I, I was, like, so I think I liked it. him. I think I was a fan. I mean, I'm a big fan of, of Penn. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really do like him a lot. So I think I was inherently a fan of Dan. But 
He's definitely, he's so moody. He's so In such a different way than Nate, but so moody. Because you want to know what? Nate's is a lot more founded. Founded and I justified, feel. yeah. Yes, because, like, Dan, it, Dan is just, like, it feels, it feels bitter to me. Yes. Because he, he's, like, basically, he, he, oh, I'm gonna go to on a social justice thing. Okay, he's the kind right. of person at this stage in his life who would write All Lives Matter. Like, that yes. is that, he's that person. He is that person. No, you're totally right. Because he's like, well, I, like, yeah. I, like, don't come from privilege, but it's like, like, you come from a lot of privilege, yeah, exactly. and he doesn't realize it. And, like, to be in his defense, if we're going to talk about, you know, being a teenager, like, I'm sure I was the same way, too. I felt really entitled, entitled you know? yeah. So maybe that's why he inherently annoys me, because I think parts of him remind me of me. Right, when you were younger. Age. Yeah, because when you're a teenager, you're very different. Yes, so yeah. that could be it. I don't know, man, but he, he gets on my nerves, like, instantly. Like, pretty much yeah. every time he talks. Yeah, he's a he is a rough ride, I would say. It's a it's it's hard to like him when he is trying so hard to both be liked and to be disliked. It is so strange. Yeah. Like yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. He just do, he wants to be well liked, but yeah. he doesn't want to be well liked by these people. He wants he's very selective about who he wants to be liked by. And yeah. that's yeah, I don't know. And also, can we talk about, so he's talking to Vanessa about, like, all the new people in his life. Yep. So he talks about, like, how Lily, he goes, like, she's always on my case. And I'm like, yeah, she is. That's yeah, really correct. random. Um, and then she's, and then Blair is, like, so hard to deal with. Yep. And then, and then he, I'm pretty sure I literally had to rewind it twice. I think he also says that Nate is hard to deal with. And I'm like, when <gasps> ever yeah. did you, why? No, I can't tell because I actually had the captions on. When I was oh. watching that, and it said something totally different. I can't remember what it was, but I thought it was so jarring. It wasn't about Nate. It said, it was like, he said something like, no, that you know what the caption said? What did they say? The caption said, let me start from the beginning. It all started in ninth grade. No joke, that's what the caption said. Maybe oh. when you heard Nate, you heard ninth, or Maybe. the person that wrote the ca- captions was wrong. It could be No, either. you want to know what? The person who probably wrote the captions is right. I had to keep rewinding that part because I was like, what? Because I was yeah. so confused if he said that Nate was hard to deal with, which, like, yeah. he Nate has only been nice to you. Honestly, yeah. like, he's ignored you for a really long time, and now he's only been nice to you, so I don't yeah. understand, like, don't why you have that beef, bro. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. What is this? I'm trying to think. I feel like Blair had a line... I feel like Blair had a line when she was leaving, uh, like getting back in like the no, that is a That's different episode. Yeah. God fucking yeah. damn it, what this yeah, stupid I know because I know what line you're talking about. Uh, no, but I mean I guess the the last real real points to touch upon is obviously Nate does not complete the quest and in fact Ooh, kisses Jenny kisses Jenny, thinking it's Serena. Uh, which I remember was literally everything when I watched this episode for the first time, like many, many years ago. It was so great. Um, uh, and the whole, the whole, the whole switching of Jenny and Serena is really a a very cool, it is a cool concept. They do the, they play the whole masks thing well. They do the, they, they do a good job of incorporating it into the actual story. Um, but Nate, first of all, also Nate, why, why would Nate? 
be so stupid as to do that at the party. Because you want to know what? I think he's just so fucked up yeah by everything that's happening that i actually think he's for real stopped caring about anything yeah like he just he wants to like let everything in his current life just like burn yeah in a sense he almost is self-sabotaging he is self-sabotaging yeah. i think he wants blair to, blair find, to see out. It, find out break up with him i think he wants to st- i think yeah. he wants to just self-implode because yeah. there's so much going on and I think his mask really reflects that. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. But that was fucking nuts, yeah. dude. But I also love I love the end of this episode of of when Nate does like when Nate comes home, yes. obviously, and his mother and father are <gasps> the there. Shade. And his mother is accusing him and the look on Nate's dad's face Wanted to fucking squeeze it like a pimple. He's horrible. He's awful. But I also loved that um, uh, No Happy Ending by Micah was playing yes. in the background because I love that song. They, um, these the past I love few episodes song. have had some. I know. I love sick that song. Tunes. And just so, like, literally, and I think that might have been the first time that I heard that song. And I now, as an adult, really, really, really love uh, Micah as a band and everything. Um, and. And I loved hearing that and just hearing, like, the, the piano and then, like, this is the way you left me. I'm not pretending. I was like, this is so appropriate. This is so appropriate. I love it. It's it great. horrible. Yeah. I liked it. This is, epi- this is definitely one of my favorite episodes. Apparently, the next episode is my favorite episode. Oh. I kept talking about it. But this <laughs> one was really good. Yeah. Um... I have to say that I'm still Team Jenny forever. I thought that was such a slick move that yeah. I would not have had the gall to do yeah. at such a young age. But I like I like how she's like, she's like we've said in the past, she's in the world but is so grounded that she yeah. can laugh at it. Yeah. So she loves, I think she, I love that she's so like yeah. into like tearing people's yeah. status down and, you know, bruising their ego a little bit. I think that's dope. And then I also wrote down that, um, uh, Lufus is forever because Lufus is forever. I Lufus for the first time is not annoying in this episode. No, they're for the great. First time, they're great. They're Can really, we talk really about the line? We I didn't mention this, but I wrote it down where he's like, um, the, "Why did you?" She's Lily like is like, "Why did you kiss me?" And basically, he was like, "I thought he should know how it feels to lose you because trust me, it's not fun." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" But it's it's so funny that there it's he's so. It feels like they broke up like recently. Recently, yeah. And they didn't because they both have separate children. Like yes. I I don't know what that is. I know, is. no, I know. It's very confusing. It's so un so much unfinished business. Uh, but it was great. I loved I absolutely loved finally seeing a scene from them where I wasn't annoyed yes. by them. Yes, they were and where nice. I thought they were actual like humans to one another. Talking, yes. Yeah, which was really nice. As for my team for this episode, I have to be like Team Serena for this episode because I love she didn't let Dan walk all over her. True. She called him out on his shit. True. She also was a good friend to Blair. She, like, in that she she really did try to do the best by, like, the Nate situation. Even when Nate came to her and was telling her about all about his situation, she was very good about being like, all right, we've talked. 
I've helped you in the way that I can. Now you gotta go. Because don't you love how he walked in and she was like fully in her I know. And she's like, all right, whatever. And like, she's also jarred by it for a moment. And I thought she finally is starting to show some like real loyalty to Blair. And like, I really, I felt like overall she was just like such a strong character in this episode. Like she does, again, she, she's really she is handles the Vanessa situation I think the way that anybody would but she doesn't she definitely does not let Dan off the hook easily um and she's her own damn woman and I love it I, I love agree her. she was really killer in this episode yeah, I love her she was great yeah all right well I think that sums it all up is there anything else we need to no cover I, I think that's I think no because apparently it. I have a lot to say in the next episode so stay tuned stay tuned guys we next have week. so much to talk about episode 7 will be like and you get ready buckle up it'll be 5 hours long alright where can they <laughs> where can they find you on the internet Kristen oh they can find me at shut up Kristen Kristen being K-R-I-S-T-E-N not any of the other weird ways to spell Kristen uh, and you can find me on because there are so many ways guys the shade and other Kristen yeah, no, Christians throw a lot of shade at one another. It's true. Like, other fellow Christians listening in, I love you. But, like, you know it. Those those I-ends versus E-ends and then the random Y-ends, it's a weird time. It's a lot of weird. It's a weird time. But you can find me on YouTube, on Instagram. I have a new website, too, which is ah. shutupkristen.com. So if you want to find all of my stuff, you can just go there. And, Amanda, where can we find you? You can find me on the internet everywhere at Adventures in Beautifying, except for Twitter. Ugh. It's Adventures in B-E-A, which... Sounds interesting and like an acronym for something. But that's where I'm at. I make beauty videos on the YouTubes. And yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, and if you like this podcast, you definitely should be following us on Instagram at XOXOPod. And Twitter at XOXOPod. And you should be leaving us a review. Let us know what you yes, think. Yes, leave those reviews on iTunes, people. If you have been enjoying this podcast, let the people know. Indeed. Because, you know, we like small, we small time people. We, we, we ain't ashamed of it, but we small time. Absolutely. And if you want this podcast to keep on going and for people to keep on finding us, so that we can keep on doing it, then leaving reviews is a great thing. Exactly. And who knows, with more reviews, maybe we can take this show on the road someday. Oh right? my gosh. Big city dreams. Oh we'll take God. it to the Met Steps, wherever they are near you. That would literally be so incredible. <laughs> Honestly, like, Get that ready. is a goal. Get ready, guys. So- Met Steps 2017. Yes! Met Steps hashtag. <laughs> uh, and obviously, and we are also, we're available on SoundCloud and Stitcher Radio. Yes, and uh, yes. yes. Correct? Am I wrong? No, yeah. you're not wrong. I also, I almost just reset iTunes, but we had been talking about iTunes. <laughs> um, this is a really professional podcast. Yeah, you, you know me. Too. I'm always on my game, guys. Oh, and always God. listening attentively and, you know, just have all my shit together. Um, so, yes, yeah, Stitcher SoundCloud, iTunes, killing it. Find all the links, people. All the things. Help us out. We um, need it. No, gosh, we we like desperately need. Give give us your love. We yes. want your love. And in the meantime, <laughs> I'm sorry. Be professional, Amanda. I, I was trying to remember if we've both been saying you know you love me we together. Have. Correct. We have. That's what I thought. Okay. okay. All right. In the meantime, you, you know, know you, you love, love me. me. XOXO. Gossip.